When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So will the Rays' Randy Arozarena, you know, the hero of the postseason a year ago, will he become a superstar in his first full season this year? And why is it so hard? to go back-to-back as champions in any sport. Oh, and there's a space hotel opening in 2027. Would you check in? We've got all that and more to talk about with Tom Jones, my former radio partner, longtime columnist of the Tampa Bay Times, on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Uh, Tommy, before we uh, – I'll do the first one last because this just happened <laughs> to pop up in the New York Post, and I don't know why I got to thinking about this, but it seemed really interesting. So apparently there's going to be – and this is true now because if it's in the New York Post, it has to be true. Um, That's, I had an uncle one time who, who said his, we were watching something on TV, and his, he was from North Carolina, and his kid's like, Daddy, is that true? He said, of course it is, darling. They wouldn't put it on TV if it wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> well – I mean, this, you know, I'm, you're talking to a guy whose grandfather believed that the moon landing was actually filmed in Arizona, as a lot of people did. It's like that movie um, Capricorn One. Do you remember that movie Capricorn One? Is that what that was about? They yeah, J- the James, it was James Brolin and O.J. Simpson. Mm, <laughs> and, of course. And Elliot Gould was like the, uh, you know, the dogged reporter who was who was working on a case. But, yeah, that was the, uh, that was that the, was the whole thing was that they, the, that they, couldn't have a rocket that could get to the moon, so they faked the moon landing. And then, of course, they had to kill the guys to kill the astronauts so they could keep the story quiet. But I met Buzz Aldrin. He's not dead, and he very much – not only did he land on the moon, but he can tell you how much he didn't like Neil Armstrong on his way Tell to me moon. that guy wasn't the baddest ass you've ever met in your life. Do you remember that in the press box? To this, to this Raymond day, James? you were there, right? Yes. He had that uh, old man strong look. Like He could have oh, he he could could taken out everybody, man. Listen, I mean, first of all – Talk about, you know, guts or whatever part of the you want to you want to discuss. Good, it's, it's I was gonna I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. work I wasn't gonna work blue there, but I'm just saying like this dude. First of all, okay, who can trump this? Right, like you're 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 meeting anybody for the first time. Of course, you're Buzz Aldrin, so they already know who you are. But you're like, yeah, I was the second man on the moon, but I went to the moon. Like I I walked. See that big white thing up there in the sky? Yeah, I walked on it. I mean, yeah. it just doesn't seem like. Really, is there anything after that that would you know? Even no, if like, we're playing, if we're listing accomplishments like life accomplishments, yeah, he, there's he every time pretty much like who beats him other than Neil, Neil Armstrong. Armstrong. Other and than it that, dro- and it drove obviously you were there for the conversation. It drove Buzz crazy, right? <laughs> But that guy but, was I don't know how old he is, but he like how old he was. He was like, 80, he was like when, eighty something when we uh, met him when we talked to him. Yeah, but he was jacked up. He was he was yeah and sharp was, as attack too. Sure, man. absolutely. He was, yeah. Not he was he, he's a badass. It was can, funny talking about it too. Talking about all that stuff, it was hysterical. And it's, anyway, what's great was he never got tired. I and I I'd be the same way. I would never get tired of talking about it. No way, no way. That's my one thing. That's my claim to fame. I went to the moon. I went. to... 
I, I walked mean, on the moon. I walked on the moon, you know. One small step for man. I think he told us, and if I'm, I'm not wrong with it, I think he told us that that they felt like Neil was the clean-cut, like, all-American guy as opposed to, to – and that's why they chose Neil to be the first guy. Yeah. Because they, they didn't – they weren't sure about Buzz. <laughs> Which, if, if, you, if you meet him, you understand why. Freddie's drinking a Miller Lite on <laughs> walking out I the door. I don't know. Like, he may say anything when he steps on the moon. You know, like, it won't be one small step for man. The Right Stuff, that movie, by the way, I love that That's movie. It's tremendous. Right, it's a great yeah. movie. Yeah. It's tremendous. Yeah, absolutely. I won't I won't bore you with uh how I still was disappointed in the headline in our newspaper back in the day, but that's another that's another subject. Well, now you got to tell it. Now. No, I can't because oh, I don't okay. know who wrote it. They may still uh, be there. Okay. All right. Understand? Yeah, I got you. Um okay, so anyway, real quickly, there so there's this company called the Orbital Assembly Corporation. Now, I'm not sure I know about this name here. It sounds assembly. We put yeah. assembly in there. Like, am I helping to build this thing or what? That's right. It's the like Orbital IKEA assembly corporate. Did I get a yes. directions? Am I getting... so it sounds like you have to build your own satellite here. Yeah. Um, but basically, they're in the process of constructing what is going to be uh, the first humanity's first hotel in outer space. And it's a three-year-old company, and they're going to build the uh, Voyager station. In low Earth orbit, first of all, describe what the difference between low Earth orbit and high Earth orbit is. As long as I don't burn up through the atmosphere, I don't want it too low. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you want to be up there high enough that you're in orbit. But anyway, so you look at this thing, and it's really just like it's a a rotating wheel with, with tubes connecting in different areas, and it forms like an X in the middle, like the spokes of a wheel. And... There's going to be a bunch of onboard amenities like a themed restaurants and a health spa and gyms and libraries. Like it's a whole, it's basically, I mean, it's a, it's an orbiting hotel, right? Like, and it can hold up to 400 people, I guess. Wow. Um, necessities, including court, crew quarters, uh, air, water, and power will all take up a portion of the, what well, better take up a portion of the space facility. We need air and water. Um, so yeah, this thing is going to, going to uh circle it will circle the globe every 90 minutes so you get to see the whole world in an hour and a half over and over again it seems really fast it seems like it seems really fast right yeah which i don't know how that works with the sun are you gonna get like there, there's no nighttime i, I have no interest in this none none no. see i'm all about it i'm see, all I'm about afraid it. i'd end up as matt damon except uh, and in the Martian, except I, would, in orbit I don't know how to Earth? grow food, and I don't know how to drive a rover, and I don't know how to do any of that stuff that he was doing. Yeah, I'd last if I was Matt Damon in the Mar- if I was like that the Martian, I'd last like four three minutes. Days. Yeah, three days, four minutes is what I say. Well, you wouldn't die in four minutes unless you really screwed up. You took your helmet off. You mean like you deliberately? <laughs> I would just probably take my helmet off. I I would probably walk outside without really? my helmet and forget about it. Just, just that's it. I'm checking. No, I would. I wouldn't. Re- I was like, oh shoot, I forgot my helmet. Oh, you'd forget it. Okay, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. And I, plus, here's the other thing too about that. Uh, about that thing. About like, first off, there would be no in my luck. There would be some sort of COVID variant, and so like we'd all you'd get COVID. Space, so we'd have all... to. So we'd have to. St- it's like those cruise ships that had to stay out the to, in the ocean for months at a time. I'd get stuck out there. If I want to go to a spa and a themed restaurant. We got those in Tampa and St. Pete. Mm-hmm. I don't need to. Get, so you would go? You would do this? I think I might. 
I mean, here's the thing. I don't know that I want it. Like, I won't do cruises, so this would be crazy for me to do it in space, right? But like, because I, I, my 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 thing about cruises is is that do I get to pick all the people on board? Because if I don't, I'm really not interested. Like, I don't. I'm I'm as you know me, Tom. I'm more of an introvert, right? So I'd be okay. I think as long you're an as introvert nice... as much as you just don't like people. Well, that that <laughs> might be it too. <laughs> it's actually that's actually closer to the truth. I think people sometimes are yeah. Um, so, but but I I you know uh, hey some movies a good book now here's the thing you'd have to have cable or in this case satellite I mean obviously <laughs> you are the satellite <laughs> you are the satellite so I gotta believe you're picking up a signal from Earth right or maybe you're the one bringing the signal to Earth whatever it is um, I gotta have I gotta have ESPN and stuff like that you know, I gotta yeah. be able to watch you know baseball and all that but aside from that like as long as I had a nice a, a cool enough place to hang like a nice enough room I guess or yeah whatever the quarters are. I could go around the earth a few times. That would be yeah, but it probably would be, be interesting. Interesting just to watch it. Yeah. Could you imagine? I mean, could you imagine like what like an existential feeling? I don't know. I mean, I the people that come wonder. back, and we talk about Buzz Aldrin. Like the the thing that's like when you come back, it's got to be the the just the it's got to be it's got to mess with your mind. A new appreciation, or you yeah, feel like I you either still a new appreciation there. or just yeah. Just, See, here's what I think. I think you realize like I. If you've ever been, you've been in New York a bunch of times, and I see all these people, and I go, yeah. "Wow, I'm like a speck of sand on a beach here." Sure, right, right. That's when you feel insignificant. Imagine how you would feel though, looking down and thinking, "Wait a minute, we all share this beautiful blue planet, right? Like, what are we, what are we fighting about? Like, look at this place. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, look at this gorgeous, you know." So I don't know. Um, I don't know how I got on that subject, but I thought it was a cool, it was a cool title. So okay, let's talk about the race for a second. So. You know, last year we all watched Randy uh, 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 Arena. I mean, he made his introduction to the world, really, in the postseason. Nobody – I mean, he was breaking records held by guys like Derek Jeter, right, mm-hmm. uh, with the home runs and all that. And they say that, you know, he sort of has this playful temperament. He's always loose, which is good. But if teams have – you know, all off season to study this guy, et cetera. And, and you got to think about the protection or lack of protection in his lineup. If the case may be, you really didn't have any of the postseason last year. Do you think he's the real deal? Are you willing to say Tom Jones right now that Randy Rosarina is an all-star? He's going to be a superstar and he is not slowing down what we saw. Now, obviously he can't hit like at that pace. He's hit like 90 home runs this year, but He's gonna. He's the real deal. Like this is the real thing you're seeing here. This is based on nothing other than Rick watching him and saying it's all he, we got. He has the look. He just has the look to me of okay. a guy. He has the the swagger. He has the looks like he plays with confidence. He's gonna struggle. There are gonna be, and that's what's gonna determine it. He's mm. gonna have that that you know one for twenty five slump at some point because right. it happens to everybody, and it, and he has he's gonna have to to adjust back to whatever adjustments. Or made him, but I mean, look, they they played three pretty good teams with three really good pitching staffs in the playoffs, and he still managed to to find a way. And they were they were heavy scouting. I'm sure people were trying different things, being extra careful, intense pressure, and he still hit. Well, so, and not only that, but there was no like if you think about the postseason, right? Like Brandon Lau, one swing, I think he hit a home run. He couldn't hit. A, he could not hit the water if he fell out of a boat. No, I mean, he, he was struggled just, the whole way. He was. Yeah. It was. It was a thing. Like, it was a mental deal, right? Like, they, they had his number. They knew how to pitch him. 
He was he was he was almost an automatic out. Um, Austin Meadows caught a couple loud balls, but I mean for the most part, all year long Austin Meadows was not Austin Meadows. He got COVID. He gained weight. You know now he's now he's trimmed up and he's you know he's he's got his quickness back with his bat. Whatever we'll see. Um, you know, but there the really just wasn't protection, and yet they would still pitch to the guy, which was amazing. Um, and when they did, I mean, he still wore people out. So, I mean, he was but, in a groove. He was in his zone. He he didn't miss anything. It's, but for a long like, time, though, it, it just felt like it, it wasn't just one series. Like you just mentioned, you know, they beat the Yankees. They beat the Astros, right? They took the Dodgers to six games. I mean, there's not better teams to play. Right. There's not better pitching. I mean, um, but it is a long season. I mean, that's that's the key, right? Anybody can have a hot month, I suppose. Not many people, though, make their introduction in the postseason like that. You know, that's that's where it's rare. I, I like his seen... chances. I like his chances. I think he's going to be good. And I really think Austin Meadows is going to bounce back and have a really good year. I do, too. And and two years ago, he had 33 homers and I think over 100-something runs. thing about a Rosarina real quick is that I haven't found what he can't do. He can field, mm-hmm. he can run, and he has a good arm. I think he has every every tool in the toolbox, man. And he can crawl too. I mean, and he can crawl to home plate. He can trip at third, crawl That's his right. way to home plate, smack home plate, smack home plate. Yeah, all of that stuff. So, the Rays have their hands full, though. I mean, they've got a you know they've got ten thousand pitchers in camp, and you know a bunch of them were really good in two thousand fifteen. We'll see if any of them can be good in two thousand twenty one. But um, you know, it's it's going to be one of those deals. Uh, Boy, Toronto's was, loading up though. Uh, Toronto looks. Oh yeah, Toronto looks like they're serious about things, <laughs> and, well, uh, and the Yankees are always too. the Yankees are always there too. So the thing I, about Tor- he, Toronto is they're going to be playing at that uh, that ballpark in Dunedin. That's a launching pad. You played there, right? As a kid, well, I mean, I played. I, I think they've built about twelve stadiums since then. It used to be what was called Grant Field, but yeah, right. Um, but it's you know the. The ball in the summertime outdoors carries fairly well. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And with those bats, um, from what I hear, that spring training home, the way they have it configured, it, it doesn't hold many many baseballs that get up in the air. So, wow. I'm thinking. I think I'm thinking they're going to hit. And they're, they're look their their lineup is a real deal. I, I of all the games that the Rays had, the series that the Rays had to win last year, even though they played the Yankees and the Astros. The one that I thought was going to trip him up was that play-in series against the, uh, yeah. the Blue Jays. Yeah, I thought so, that, too. You're right, exactly. The uh, So, no, it'll be fun. Watch, I, I wouldn't mind watching a couple of games up there. Maybe I'll go up when they're playing, like, post-seven. How about – yeah, <laughs> there you go. Clearwater, yeah. Howard Johnson is shortstop, I'm pretty Would you, sure. Who'd you play for, post-14? Is that your well, – that... Come on. That's like asking, you know – who Mickey Mantle played for. I mean, it's pinstripes. I mean, we, you were post we, 14, right? We were, per, we, there was only really, I mean, we dominated. Come on. <laughs> um, post 14 was a whole thing. Yeah. My, my greatest, my greatest baseball feats were on a team with a number. That's what it was. American uh, Legion, man. That was, yeah. Was, Legion ball was big. It was really they, big. Did they still play Legion ball? I don't think they oh, do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they do. Oh, absolutely. Sure. They do. Never went away. American Legion didn't go away, did it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. As long as there's Legion baseball, as long as there's Girl Scouts, there'll be cookies, Tom. <laughs> That's all I got to say about it. Um, uh, I, so I wrote this thing. We've been doing this uh, kind of a mini series, if you will, the last four or five days about repeating, right? I mean, that's the thing. As soon as you win a championship, what's, what do they ask you? Hey, can you win again? Can you go for two? Or as the, as the Chiefs were, run it back, you know? 
And that's the Chiefs thing. So, as Bruce Arians would say, don't say run it back. That's their BS. We're we're going to go for two. And then he, oh, okay, then he went now on. you got it all figured out, huh, B.A.? Okay. Yeah, we're going to go for two. Well, you know. Um, and uh, and then he – and then no sooner did he say that, but he said, well, I told my team we haven't done anything. We're back at the bottom of the mountain again, which is true. And that's the thing I think people, you know, sort of miss. Like, like every year is a different year, and you're not the same team. You're going to lose players. So it's it's sort of – you know, you may have the core of a team. You may have mostly the same players, but you know, no one's going to go through this. You know, the same season, never getting hurt. You know, different guys going to be out, what have you. Um, that's that's all part of it, right? But the but the other part, like there, I talked to. It's interesting. I talked to Brad Johnson and I talked to Warren Sapp. You want to talk about two end, opposite sides of the spectrum now? Brad Johnson and Warren Sapp. And when I was talking about the you know the O two Bucks, they really were. As, as as much as you could keep a team together, they were the same team both years as far as personnel goes. Now, things happen, obviously, during the year. And if you talk to Brad, he's like, no, we had a great training camp. You know, it was a short off season. We went to uh, Japan. We had extra preseason game. Um, but we were focused. We were prepared. Um, and if you remember, they went up to Philadelphia where they had won the NFC Championship game the year before. They closed the vet. They opened Lincoln Financial Field and they won handily, seventeen to nothing. Yeah, I was they at that game. Eagles. I was sitting next to you and, and yeah. when they, in that game, and it looked like at the end of that night, we're like, "Oh, they're going to win it. They're going to win this." I mean, John game. Madden, you know, called the game with Al Michaels, I think, and he was like, hey, "Here's a team here. They can win three in a row." You know, and and Jervis Jer- tipped Jer- the Vicious ball to himself in the game, end zone. Yeah. yeah, two touchdown catches and one he tipped over a guy's deliberately tipped it over a defender's head and caught it. Um, it was it was amazing. In fact. I went back and looked. They went uh, nine quarters. The first nine quarters of the season, that defense did not give up a touchdown. Mm. Right? That's how good they were. Unfortunately, uh, the wheels came off. And it's funny because if you talk to Sap, he's like, he goes, you know when you find out about your teammates? The year after you win a championship. <laughs> um, he said, everybody wanted a radio show. Everybody wanted to get paid. Everybody, you know, was, you know, complaining about this or that or the other and he said he said we weren't prepared to take everybody's best shot and he goes and Derek Brooks will tell you I told Derek during the season like we're not ready for this like they got everybody's best shot and it, it kind of the wheels kind of started to fall off in the second week of the season they played Carolina I don't remember this but Allstott runs in the back of Jervis's his knee mm-hmm. Allstott hurts his neck Jervis's blows out his knee um, they they tied the game or should have tied the game on the final play of regulation they should have won it they throw a touchdown pass to Keenan McCardell. It's nine to nine. All they need is an extra point. And for the third time in the game, they block Carolina blocks a kick. They get the ball in overtime, kick a field goal, and they beat them twelve nine. Then they right the ship. And they get to two and one. And then here comes Tony Dungy, and they're up twenty one points with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter and lose Monday night game, right? Monday night game. Tony Dungy's first return. So all those things happen, and and uh, and then after that, it was a it was a it was a you know, a circus. I mean, you know, Keyshawn Johnson got into it with Gruden. They deactivated him for seven weeks. So he never played again. Remember Rich McKay, week 15, uh, talks his way out of Tampa and becomes the GM of the Falcons, who they're playing the next week. And and then the Falcons win. I mean, it was crazy, right? Like a lot of, a lot of crazy things happen. So you've covered teams that have won. Of course, the Lightning – you know they had a lockout the first time they won it, so it was they obviously didn't have an opportunity really to defend the title. But what what's your experience? I mean, what what do you you know? 
I always say this to people, like, it's hard to win a championship. People don't realize how rare these things are, right? I guess some cities are spoiled, maybe, um, that win multiple uh, championships. But I, it's it's hard to explain to, to people, like, why you just can't run it back, why, why you just can't – teams don't repeat very often in any sport. I think you hit it right on the head, Rick. It's hard to win one. Just yeah. one. Like, everything yeah. has to go right. And we look at Can- – just take a look at an example of Kansas City. Kansas City had a – they had a good team this year. They, they really had lost did. one game going into the Super Bowl, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, and then Patrick Mahomes gets hurt. And I'm not saying that's the reason they lost because the, clearly the Bucks were a better team come Super Bowl time. But, look, Kansas City almost got they, – they should have lost to Cleveland. Cleveland should have beat them. You know, Cleveland had that goofy fumble and – there was they had to pick up a first down late in that game. Mahomes got hurt. I mean, these are that's just a little thing that could happen to you. I'm I'm looking this year at the Lakers. The Lakers trying to repeat now. Anthony Davis is hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, injuries come about. Injuries and I, are big. Injuries are the big thing. And here's the other thing, Rick. And I I, I guess there are certain teams that are because we've seen the exceptions over the years. I just don't think teams that have won come back with the same motivation i just don't think you can i think mm-hmm. i think there has to be a little bit of part of you that feels like eh, we already won one not that you don't want to win again and you might think that you're trying your absolute best but you've then, got your ring you've you, yeah. you, you've done it right you've been to the top of kilimanjaro it's like yeah it's nice up there i'd like to go again sometime right so no, i mean don't you you get don't you get that sense i mean you covered yeah, that. yeah I think you it's covered that that two o two the o two o three bucks teams, yeah. you know, and and I think what happened a couple things happened, and we've been writing about this. Like I think you definitely need luck to win it, and we can get into the luck that the Bucks had in in all the years they won. But I I think I think too is that you know everybody the first time you win it's it, there's a complete buy in right. It's all for one. Hey, play your role, do your job, uh, you know. Uh, Accept your role. It may change. But after you win one, it's sort of like, okay, now I want to be recognized as the reason why we win. Or I want to get paid because I took a little less last year, but I'm the man and I need to be rewarded like the man. And, you know, look, if you're Chris Godwin or somebody like that, I don't begrudge anybody, really any player. And I talked to Warren Sapp about this, and he's right. He's like, you know, championship if i get a chance to set my family up for the rest of my life you know and it's a, diff- a significant difference of money you know that that championship talk who, goes out the who, window I, I don't know who the worst team is in the nfl right now houston maybe or if, if deshaun's not uh, there or perhaps yeah um, perhaps. Or i'm trying to think who else would be the jets the if jets i'm chris godwin and jacksonville chris, jacksonville you know. and they if and they threw a ton of money at me and if mm-hmm. i'm chris godwin i'm like yeah see ya i'm going and i would so you'd be a complete mercenary by a sellout. Yeah, absolutely. For mm. after I've won my Super Bowl, after I helped this team win a Super Bowl, now it's for me. Now, yeah. now I want. Now I want paid because right. you're talking about like you said. I got maybe if I'm Chris Godwin, I got maybe Four if years? everything works out right, seven years left in this league. You know, eight years maybe. That'd be a long career. Yeah, that's a long career. Yeah, but more like probably five really productive years. I'm yeah. going to make as much money as I can in those five years. Yeah. And I think that's the way it's going to go. I mean, I think that if you look at their free agents and you say, well, you'd love to get Shaq Barrett back. You can only franchise one guy. He's going to rail if he gets franchised. Plus, you got to pay him 120% of what he made last year. So you might as well try to sign him to a long-term deal. Then you got Godwin. I think they could franchise him because he'd go from you know making 2.4 to 16, 17 million on a one-year deal and have more money 
in a cap a year from now. But they're not going to get everybody back. You know, somebody like a Levante David might not be back. Sue might not be back. You know, hell, maybe, you know, Leonard Fournette, I don't think there's any way he's back. Um, you know, they got to hope they get Ryan Suckup back because he's the one kicker they've had in the last 10 years that could actually play. So the point is, is that no team is going to be the same. And then, what you know, what, the motivation, you, I think you're right. Once you win a ring. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing that the that Sap told me that he thinks is totally different about next year's Bucks team. He goes, they have Tom Brady. And I was like, yeah, but he's one. He goes, no, no, they have Tom Brady. And that guy has been to so many of these, and he's the last quarterback to repeat, although it was, you know, like, what, 03, 04. It's been a long, long time, um, as great as those New England teams were. But I just think, you know, if, if the leader is so focused and he's, you know, he's the guy with all the money and he's, you know, even though he doesn't take as much as he could. But, you know, if he's done this before, if he's gotten back to that game, you know, 10 times in, in 21 years, then he must have a pretty good focus and, and feel and can, if he can impart that on his teammates, I don't know that he can, but, but it is, even then it's hard to win. I mean, like even this year, they, again, they were seven and five, man. Everything had to go right. I think the bye week coming at the right time, you know, late in the season, um, them being able to get together and iron some things out. I think the schedule got easier after the Kansas City game that they lost, you know. Uh, um, even though they had to go on the road, you know, when they play Drew Brees, he's all beat up, right? Um, when they play, uh, you know, at Green Bay, you know, Brady has a terrible second half, but, you know, Rodgers makes – um, you know, even in the first half, they make a terrible coverage play and they throw it deep and they get up and then they, they hang on and Rodgers makes a bad play and they kick a field goal instead of going for it. Like, things happen. And then they play Kansas City and their offensive line is blown up. You know, they, they, just, they didn't have anybody to protect Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, you need so much luck to win one. And everybody, and we're not, we're, you're not calling them out like saying they didn't deserve it. Every no, no, team, they, every they team compl- that wins catches that you know they completely deserve it and you but you take advantage of those breaks and you you make your own breaks right but they there were things that went on like they got Vita Bea back right we'll credit the trainers for that but at the end of the day like you need breaks to win a championship like you just you have to have some things go your way and and some years it just doesn't as good as you are it won't I watched that Washington Capitals team <laughs> they won a Stanley oh Cup oh my god and well, they, they were did still nothing but the they did nothing but drink beer for seven months. They made the playoffs. They had a they that had might a, be why they didn't make it back. By the they way, they had a good team, but they got knocked out by a team that shouldn't have beat them. They got, I think, they lost to Carolina the next year in the playoffs. Shouldn't have happened. It yeah. did, and that was it. I, and look, I even watched. Um, and hockey, I know, is a little bit different. But I watched that Lightning team that went to the Cup final. Went to the Cup final in 2015. And then went to the Eastern Conference Finals two of the next three years after that. They got worn out. They played so much hockey. And, again, it came down to little things. They lost to the, they lost to the Penguins the year out that the next year. in Stamkos, that's the year Stamkos had the blood clot and missed all kind of time. They, they had a chance to win that series in six games against the Penguins and go to the Stanley Cup Finals. They scored the first goal of the game. And I can, I'm convinced they would have won that game except – they did a review. Jonathan Drouin was offsides. I thought it was – if that happened now, the penalty, there, there would not be offsides because they're changing the rules he, on it. Because he wasn't or – Because his foot was off the ice, basically. It was still oh, behind the line. 
but they at the time it's it was a it was uh, it was considered offsides. They raced a goal. Penguins mm-hmm. or came back to win that game. Right. That right there, an offsides call, I think, cost them a chance to go to the finals. It's mm. just little things like you mentioned, Rick, um, that that can be the difference. Now, I you know I read your story the other day where Tom Brady was on the phone with Clyde Christensen the next day, like, yeah. "Hey, we're better. We can be better." Yeah, Let's eight a.m. <laughs> he had already he had already started thinking about the next year. It hadn't been twelve hours since you know they kicked it off. The night before, I would have not, still been not not hung over. I still would have been drunk. Are you kidding me? Oh, the party would be raging. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it went till four a.m. He didn't go, by the way, but I mean, he had family, and and plus, from what I heard, if he'd have gone, he'd have gotten mobbed with autographs, and he would have never gotten inside anyway. Plus, but. don't you get the feeling like he went home and woke up the next morning and started doing jumping jacks and stuff, <laughs> like I getting mean, out maybe. of bed, like doing sit ups, and like probably did stretches, throwing or medicine balls around. <laughs> it's like. That's who he is, though. I mean, he's, he's, he's had knee, he's had knee surgery, so I don't know what he can jump and do right now. But I guarantee you that whatever it is, you know, if it's if it's something with his arms or his other leg, or you know, he's I'm sure he's got Alex Guerrero, you know, putting whatever he puts on his knee to make it heal faster. Avocado the guy is juice or whatever. Yeah, I I'll say this: I've never I have not seen. Who like who did you cover that like was there any a guy that you covered that you said this dude is a little different he's going to change the entire organization was there I mean was was uh, I mean you there there obviously was some good players that came in with the lightning at, at certain yeah points. I mean the one guy that stands I mean they're like all hockey players and most football players are in tremendous shape and they all work hard compared to the normal human being like Marty right. St Louis was like a different cat he know, was he that was, guy right yeah yeah he was just. Just constantly working because, and he, but St. Louis reminds me a little bit of Tom Brady and that Mar- Marty St. Louis was the, the, I'm too, you know, everybody says I'm too small. I wasn't drafted. It's right. sort chip of that on chip on Giant their shoulder. Chip. Like I'm yeah. going to prove even after he won an MVP, even after he was a scoring champ, even Did after matter. he won yeah. an, you know, a, a scoring title um, and won a cop. It was like, st- still don't believe me. Still don't think I can do it. Can you? Mm-hmm. And so, and maybe that's what sets guys like Brady apart. Maybe that's what you know. So, I mean, like Jordan would just make stuff up. There wouldn't oh, like yeah. people would people didn't even say what he said. Imaginary he conversations, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a little wacky, but it you know whatever works, you know. Right. But I I don't listen. I I'm under no illusions. Like I think next year will be tough for them. You know, they've got, um, you know, obviously the, the attention will be on them from from day one. It was on them anyway because of Brady. Right, but then when they got to seven to five, people kind of people kind of like, you know, left them for dead, and they kind of, you know, they were off them a little bit, and they were talking about Kansas City or talking about other teams, and then they woke up and they, you know, they quietly won four in a row, then then eight in a row, and they won the Super Bowl. But starting next year, when you come back as a champion, you've got that first Thursday night game against somebody. You know, Brady has a game. If you can imagine, like, how big would this game be? What how what will a network pay for this one? Brady goes back to Foxborough to play the New England Patriots. Can oh, yeah. you imagine? Oh, I know. How, how big? How how rated will that game be? You and know? you mentioned too. I mean, I, you're getting everybody's best shot every week. Absolutely. Teams that are out of it. Teams that are Carolina could be out of it by week seven or eight. They're like, yeah, well, let's take out let's take out the Bucks here. Let's ruin their 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 month. You know. So and they'll and there'll be a team. I promise you, like Carolina. You know, you mentioned them, but like. You know, 
somebody's going to play quarterback for the Saints, and they have a really good football team, and they have a really good coach in Sean Payton. And it might be, you know what? It might be Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. You know, he he may be the most motivated. Had a year to learn under Drew Brees. Year in the system with Sean. They turn it over. He may be just a totally different guy. You want to talk about motivated? How about beating your former team in the same same division? You know, um, that might happen. So it's so funny too in the NFL just to watch. I mean, we sort of saw it coming with the Steelers, but they at one point were eleven and zero, and then all you, of a sudden you called it though. Like that was the weird thing, right? Like but I like, mean, there were a lot of good. people who still were convinced, and then and then like last year's Baltimore Ravens, like they start off like, "Hey, Baltimore's really good." And then they went through that middle stretch in the middle of the year, where like this team's awful. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they got good again <laughs> yeah. at the end yeah. of the season, and yeah. uh, and you just have like th- it happens every year where you have teams that you're convinced are are no good, and all of a sudden they turn out to be good. And teams that are, I mean, Atlanta had a bunch of games last year. To, Atlanta should have won like four more games than they did. You That's know? true. Yeah, um, and blew them in the last minute, or or, or yeah, know, they lost by less than a touchdown a bunch of games. Yeah. So now all of a sudden the Rams not. What's the Rams look like with Matt Stafford? Are they a different? Well, I I think they're going to be better. Yeah, I mean I think you know unless unless Sean McVay's wrong, I think they're a quarterback away. I think he knows it, and that quarterback was just not Jared Goff, not for him, not right. now. And that's the thing. I think you know. And here's the other theory. Like, see, I think Brady is a rare bird, right? That he do what he did. Like he comes someplace in his first year in the pandemic and he wins the Super Bowl because that's just what Tom Brady does. I don't think there's a lot of Tom Brady's. But I would say this. I don't know that I would be that keen for the rest of my career if I was a GM of trying to draft and develop a quarterback. First of all, I don't want to lose that many games, ever. And secondly, I'm going to steal the next one. I stole this one, I'll steal the next one. Aaron Rodgers, you done in Green Bay? Come to Tampa Bay. Like, I would become that team that just, Find a guy that's got a little bit of tread left and he's got all the experience in the world. And if I can build around him, have a good football team ready for him, I'll take my chances. Because to me, that's just such so much of what the NFL is. You know? Oh, yeah. There's four or five quarterbacks, Tom, that can win a, a Super Bowl title in the league every year. And that's about it. Maybe six, right? Who else? And things I mean, change so quickly. You look back if, if several years ago, I mean, what, three years ago or whatever, if I'd have told you Carson Wentz is no longer oh, yeah. in Philadelphia. It's crazy, right? If I'd have told Carson you. Carson Wentz and, and his coach. Right, right. And now Carson Wentz is in Indianapolis. Indy. Mm-hmm. If I'd have told you four years ago that Indianapolis is going to need a quarterback, it was like, well, wait, wait, what happened to Andrew Luck? He's he's there, right? Right. right. Still you know, he just playing. walked away. Yeah, and and uh, you know Russell Wilson. Who knows if he's going to Dak Prescott? Like all these right. guys. Like you never know what happens from injuries and year to year. Uh, well, we thought Mahomes. Right. Here's the thing. Like we thought. Well, Mahomes is the next guy. Right. Like he's he could win four, five, six. He could challenge Brady. That's what everybody thought. Right. Now you look at it and you go, mm, he's really, really good. You realize if guys aren't good around him or as good as he is, yeah, he may not. He may not get another one. Like he just may not. I mean, you don't think Russell Wilson, who went to two and won won the first one and lost the second one on, you know, fourth and goal or whatever, uh, third and goal from the one, they threw the pass that's intercepted and the, and the Patriots win. You, you don't think he think he thought he would get back and he hasn't. Aaron Rodgers, you know, one one uh, ten years ago hasn't gotten back. Right. 
I mean, so that's the thing. It's like hard. As Brad Johnson told me and Gruden used to say, it's hard to win a game, man. It's hard to get a first down. You know what I mean? Well, and you draft these quarterbacks, and it's, it seems like it's hit or miss on a lot of them. I mean, not, not everybody was convinced on Mahomes. Not everybody was convinced on Lamar Jackson. Not, no. Uh, a lot more people seemed to, like more before Tua got hurt. Everybody's like, oh, this guy's the next guy. Right. And now even now Miami, they played him a they half a year. They give up on him one on. year. Yeah. That's the way it is. Short shelf life for all those guys, and then you know they want to win now. Yeah, so I agree with you. Let let somebody else develop them, and then I'll <laughs> then I'll steal well, them. Because if you draft a guy, it means you are a crappy team to be drafting that low. And so he's going to go into your team that has very little around him, and he's going to get hit a lot, and he's going to lose his confidence a lot. And if he survives that experience, now he's got all the experience in the world. But do you want to pay him one hundred and thirty million dollars, one hundred forty million dollars? to see what he can do in years five, six, and seven. And if he hasn't hit it by year four, your fan base has fatigue. They're tired of the guy. So now he's going to take all this experience and all the things you gave him and go someplace else. And now he's ready to play, and he still has physical ability. And that team's going to benefit you know, from all the bumps and bruises if he still is in the league, if he hasn't just completely worn out his welcome. And there are quarterbacks that have already done that. I mean, you think you think teams would be pining for Mitch Trubisky? You know what I mean? Like there, there are young quarterbacks that have gone places. Look and, at Marcus Mariota. Who wants yeah, him? Yeah, right. And and I hate to say it, Jameis Winston. If it doesn't work out with the Saints, I don't know how many teams are going to be you know fired up to get him and make them. Their I mean, starter. I get it, Jacksonville. You got to take Trevor Lawrence. I mean, apparently from all you know, we've could, watched him play. Apparently, could be great. Yeah, numbers are off the chart and everything. Right. But um, but after that, Mac Jones. You are you, conv- are you sold on him? Like I don't know. Not necessarily, <laughs> you know. Justin so. Fields. I mean, you know, these are these are hard decisions, and they're they're big decisions, and 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 that's why, you know, teams nowadays, if they if they draft a quarterback early and he doesn't look like the guy, they they draft the next one. You know, they 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 just they don't doesn't cost them as much on a rookie contract. So before you get to four years and get married to the guy, that was a problem with the Rams. They gave Jared Goff all this money before he was really had earned it. And then they didn't like their quarterback, and as much as anything, they were giving away first round draft picks to take the salary off their hands. Yeah, just take him, please get rid just of him. Please man. take his take his salary. So, anyway, it's crazy. It's a uh, it's hard to repeat. It's hard to repeat in any league, but uh, we'll see if the Rays can get back to the uh, to the World Series. That's not going to be easy. Win in the American League with the Yankees and the Red Sox will be better. And Toronto, you just mentioned, and you know, I think the team that has the best chance, Tom, is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Seems like it. I'll tell you the thing I like about the Lightning right now, and the the you got to be careful when you when you try to dissect stats too much. But a stat that I really believe in in all sports is like goal differential, point differential, yes, yes. run differential. I think that's a real indicator about how good a team is. And yeah. the Lightning's uh, goal differential is off the charts. Like well, best and here league. you know what you know how that happens is because your goaltender has shut out. After shutout, after <laughs> shutout. Right. Is that three in a row now, I think, for Vassy? Something like that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, so, I mean you know. <laughs> and it's, and it's you know, and they're scoring. He's getting better, Tom. I mean, they're like they're like 30, 30-some goals. There's their goal differential. That's, that's pretty. That's big time. For this point of the year, it's, I mean, look at it and compare it to other teams in the league. It's, a, it's really uh, a lot more than, than what most teams are doing. Your boy Rick Bonus is going to get fired, by the way. You think? That's what I think. Well, I mean, come on. Dallas is terrible. 
<laughs> we the Stanley Cup last year. That's true. I'm not sure it's his fault. I saw where Torts got a uh, vote of confidence. That usually happens Columbus. right before you get <laughs> it's the dreaded, the dreaded vote of confidence, right? Right. Yeah. I've asked many GMs about that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. All right. So what do we got going on at uh, porterpointer.org? Uh, uh, we got, well, I guess we're opening the country up, right? I guess COVID, we're done. We're good. <laughs> a couple states are. How do you yeah. feel about that? Not I good. Didn't know it was over. <laughs> we came so far. Just hang out a couple more months. Let's come on. That's let's, the thing, man. I know. Wear your mask. Yeah, we're but, so close. We're just. I mean, everybody could be vaccinated. I heard that uh, the. Uh, I guess it was Biden or somebody said that every, they could have enough enough vaccines for everyone to get a vaccination by May. Yeah. May, which is remarkable. Well, that's the, a few the, weeks. They'll have produced it by then. Hopefully, they're, getting they're getting it, it right. to places and then getting shots in the arm or. That's a different thing, unfortunately. But right. no, it's certainly the, the head of schedule. It I'm really ready, is. but let's let's hold let's hold on a little bit longer. Wear a mask. I didn't really. I didn't know I was this young until I until they haven't gotten to my age yet. I know. And now I, all of a sudden, you want to be like, "Come on, let's go, get to right. me." You know, what I realized from all this is like there are a lot of elderly uh, ladies and gentlemen in this nation because Absolutely. we've been vaccinating for a while and we're still at 65 plus. Yeah, but. Thank God. God bless them. Most, uh, an awful lot of them have gotten it. So, um, you know, hoping, hoping my mom and, and others are uh, able to do that as well. All right. We'll check him out at uh, pointer.org. He's Tom Jones. And uh, thanks, Tommy. We'll talk to you down the road, man. Sounds good. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 